Oh, shit. We are live. <clears throat> okay. When did we go? All right. Well, I guess we're here now. <laughs> it was not. Hang on a second, guys. All right. All right. Screw it. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it. So, um, all right. Good. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> I guess we'll wait for uh, Alex from Playing With Fire. Um, I literally, <laughs> I just gave my... Uh, I just gave my um, um, I just gave Heather the uh, the okay to um, to go ahead and um, send the uh, send the link to uh, playing with fire, and so um, we weren't supposed to start this until until eight o'clock, but I guess uh, I'm a few minutes early. Um, <clears throat> I guess before he gets here. Um, I just you know I'm just gonna let you guys know um, that the same the same rules apply. Um, the same rules apply to all of the uh, all of my other uh, discussions slash debates. Um, <clears throat> respect the guests. Uh, respect the guests. Um, yeah, we may disagree on on a on a few things fundamentally, uh, but we are still uh, we're st we are still men, and we are going to, if nothing else, we're going to respect one another. Um, I don't even want this to be a debate. Debate. Um, I just want this to be. I guess a debate sounds very, I don't want it to be confrontational. I just want this to be a good spirited discussion between, uh, between two men who have, uh, who have different ideas, um, about, uh, about certain things. And so, um, and so, uh, so yeah, so that's what, uh, that's what we're going to do. And I've been texting back and forth, uh, with Alex from playing with fire. He seems like a, he seems like a decent dude. And I know, I know some people, um, I know some people have told me, yeah, you know, he said some sub C said some shit about you in other videos. I don't care about that. Um, matter of fact, I haven't, I haven't watched anything. This guy has, um, um, I haven't, I haven't watched anything, uh, that, uh, that this guy has done because I want to stay, you know, I want to, I want to stay. It's, it's not, it's impossible to be unbiased. Um, but, uh, oh, there, he just texted me. Hang on a second. There we go. All right, perfect. I'll uh, get Heather to send that to him again. Um, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to watch anything that was too over the top. I'm sure that he has had some, you know, strong opinions about me, and that's fine. That's allowed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take that personally. Um, I mean, or I'm. I'm gonna try not to take it personally. And the best way, the best way to to really not take it personally is just to not watch or listen to any critical i mean listen if somebody has a disagreement with me that's fine um but um you know listen man we all get uh, we all get a little excited when we're when, when we are talking uh, about people we we don't know um uh, you know we 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 know their work but we don't exactly know who they are as uh, as people and so um man my hands are dry I just took a shower too it's weird um, and so, um, so yeah, so what I hope to, uh, what I hope to, uh, uh, achieve with this conversation is a couple of things. Number one is just to kind of, kind of show people, show everyone that, um, show uh, to, just, just to, uh, just to kind of show everyone that, Hey, you know what? Um, you know, two people can 
come together and discuss things that, you know, we don't necessarily agree with, which is, which is perfectly fine. Um, but number two, um, you know, I think Rolo uh, always says, if you really, really want to test your beliefs, uh, there's no better way to do it uh, than in the crucible of open debate or open discussion, uh, I guess, so to speak. And I think that's the, I, I agree. I think that's the, I think that's the best way. Um, in this community, we want to get it right. Uh, we don't necessarily need to or have to be right. Um, I'm certainly open to, I'm certainly open to having my mind, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily changed, but I mean, you know, listen, if I can add anything new in the dimension of my own opinion and understanding of, uh, of these things, I'm open to it. Uh, it's not going to be easy to, to change my mind on certain fundamentals, but if you can, Hey, um, I will, uh, I will readily, I will readily admit it. Um, hang on a second. Oh, here it is. There we go. Descendant as well. Okay, cool. So he should be in here, uh, here very shortly. But just so you guys know and understand, um, I will absolutely, positively not tolerate any trolling. Uh, okay, cool. He's going to be here in a few minutes. Okay, yeah. I didn't expect him until eight o'clock. So um, I will. I absolutely, positively will not tolerate any trolling, any name calling, any disrespect. I don't mind you putting strong opinions in the chat. That's perfectly fine. Uh, do not, uh, do not insult the guests. Don't troll the guests. Don't go and troll them on their channels. If you have a strong opinion, if you have a strong disagreement, this is, this is, you know, this is, this is a free country. You can, you know, you can voice your opinion. Um, but, uh, be, do it respectfully because when you go over and you troll somebody and you harass somebody, um, that reflects back on me. And I don't want the last thing, the last thing this community needs is any more bad press or bad publicity, uh, in terms of how our audience treats who we to who we perceive as outsiders, um, as far as I know, uh, as far as I as far as I know and and understand, um, Alex from Playing with Fire seems to be uh, a red pill uh, aware guy. Um, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure if he is or not. I guess I guess we'll find out uh, in the uh, in this discussion. But um, <clears throat> but um, the point is is that. Uh, is that just because someone disagrees with us uh, fundamentally doesn't mean that, you know, doesn't give us license or or permission to disrespect them. So let's be respectful. And uh, I even, I mean, I told Alex, um, I said, look, man, if this, if this actually goes, you know, pretty well, you know, why not do this? Why not do this once a week? Why not just pick a topic that we disagree on and, and, uh, and come on and, uh, and discuss it. I don't know how viable that is. He wanted to do this at nine o'clock. And I, unfortunately for him, I told him I can't do it at nine o'clock because that's fairly close to my bedtime. <laughs> that is close to my bedtime. So, um, so I wanted to, I wanted to, um, I wanted to get this, I wanted to get this over and done with by nine o'clock. Uh, but if we go over a little bit, that that's, that's perfectly fine. Obviously my sleep is very, very, very important to me, but, uh, I think this will be, I think this will definitely be a, a worthwhile, I think this will be a worthwhile discussion. And, um, and I think that, um, pardon me. And I think that, uh, I think we should be okay. I think we, I think we should be, I think this should be a, a good discussion. Again, I'm coming into this, I'm coming into this blind. I have no idea. Um, I've heard of playing with fire. I've heard him mentioned, uh, with other, 
uh, with with other content creators. Um, that's about that's about all I know. But um, yeah, as, as far as I know, I mean, I've scrolled through some of his titles. He seemed I mean, I guess he's a dating coach. Um, you know, um, I don't really call myself a dating coach. Other people call me dating coaches. Uh, I'm just I'm a I'm a relationship observationist, <laughs> so to speak. Let's just we'll just put it that way. Uh, Ace and Spades with the $5 super chat. I appreciate that. It says cheating is when you sneak, lie, hide, or go back on your word or agreement. If you're going to explore options, you should openly communicate that to her. I totally agree. Oh, there he is. Yo, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Are we live? Yes, we are live. I actually, it's funny. I was actually testing the, uh, the 30 second uh, countdown thing and I didn't mm-hmm. realize I was live. So when it was done, I'm sitting here on my phone. I was like, oh shit, we're live. Here we go. Okay. Uh, you got a little bit of a head start. So catch me up to speed on what was up. Yeah. Today. I'm, uh, basically I'm just telling everybody, uh, not to troll you, not to, um, not to be disrespectful, just to, uh, we're, we're going to have a, we're going to have a respectful debate. So this is the first time I've ever spoken to you. I don't really know about your work. I know that you do like, I think you're a dating coach. I'm not hundred percent sure. So I guess tell my audience and myself, who are you? Uh, what is your, what is your content based on and, and things of that nature? Yeah, sure. So let me start off by saying that I appreciate that. You know, uh, yeah, of course. I think there needs to be more respectful debates in this community. And this is something that I see a lot of, uh, guys on the red pill really lacking in. So the fact that you're willing to have a discussion, yeah. someone who thinks differently than you i respect that so and i do think there needs to be more respectful debates and also if my audience is watching this don't troll donovan uh you know this should be purely a clash of ideas nothing more than that i agree i agree and we're doing a kind of we're doing a bit of a home and home we're going to do this on my channel tonight and then on your channel tomorrow so yeah. uh, that way we both get uh, we both get some of this okay um cool. so so let's get into it man um i guess i'll let you have the floor first uh your opening salvo on your beliefs now my belief is that men don't men i'm sorry women cheat men have sex uh tell me why you disagree with it etc etc and we can just kind of go from there sure so let's start off by uh because i was kind of doing some research on you so what you said exactly in one of your shorts is there's no such thing as male cheating women cheat men simply have sex men show commitment through provisioning women through fidelity so i'm just quoting you so do you still you, this is what this is what your uh, argument is, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm still on board with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Want to make sure. Okay, so let me start off by asking you this: How do you define cheating? Uh, let me put myself on the screen first. There we go. I think uh, we need to make sure we're talking about the same thing. Yes, yes. Um, wow. How do I define cheating? That is a very, that is a very good question. I think cheating. I think cheating is is different. Uh, for men and women. Um, and I, I'll actually just say this. When I say, when, when guys like me say uh, women cheat, men have sex, we're not, we're not saying that the act is different or we're not saying that the act is different depending upon the gender. When a woman sleeps with a man outside of her relationship, that's infidelity. When a man sleeps out, sleeps with another woman outside of his relationship, that's also infidelity. So that act is the same on its face. But the term, you know, women cheat, men have sex. To me, that's, I think that's shorthand for when a woman steps out on her man, she no longer loves her man. And when a man steps out, his feelings don't change as far as his main chick, his wife, or his girlfriend are concerned. So when men, when we step out, we step out for sex and sex alone, the mm-hmm. overwhelming majority of the time. When women do it, there are many, many other reasons for that. So mm-hmm. I define cheating as, uh, I, def- I define cheating as sexual intercourse that has that has real 
emotional, romantic connection and feeling. So we'll just go with that. Okay, so uh, I pulled this up from Webster's Dictionary. So according to them, uh, the definition of cheating is to break a promise made to someone such as one's wife or husband by having sex with someone else. So do you do you agree to that definition? Because that's I'm sorry. The, I'm, one more time, Alex. Yeah. Say, so the definition of cheating, according to Webster's Dictionary, is to mm -hmm. break a promise made to someone such as one's wife or husband by having sex with someone else. It's breaking a contract. Um, wow. Okay. So I guess within the, I guess within the construct of a, a legal marriage with the state, because I think in the vows, they say forsaking all others for rich forsaking all others, I would assume it means not having sex with other people. Um, so now I'll, now I'll tell you this, and I'm not trying to sideswipe the question. I've never, I've never told my girlfriend that I would never cheat on her or step out on her. Um, if I were to, um, I certainly wouldn't tell her because I love her. I don't want her. I don't want her to find out because she's, you know, she's the woman. She's the woman that I love the most. Um, but as far as cheating is concerned, I guess with the Webster's Dictionary, that says to me, and I'm not trying to split hairs here. I'm not trying to get around the question that I guess cheating in order for cheating to be valid or for it to be cheating, there has to be a marital contract in place. What about if it's a boyfriend and girlfriend? So there's no marital contract, mm -hmm. but you guys are an exclusive relationship. Would that okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So to me, cheating, the difference between male infidelity and female infidelity is when a man and a woman get together in just a casual or a sexual relationship, um, there's an unspoken agreement that the man provides uh, in exchange for exclusive access to her body. The man then provides exclusive access to his attention, his resources, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So a woman is giving a man exclusive access to her body. A man is giving her exclusive access to his resources. That's one to one. So, but when for a, for a woman to expect a man to just, you know, pile all of his resources and just use them on her and remain sexually loyal to me, that's two for one. And so this is, this is why, this is actually why, regardless of what the Webster dictionary uh, discussion or, or definition says, this is why women tend to stay with high value men, high value men. I want to make that clear who step out on them because they simply know that the odds are not good to find another one. So in terms of boyfriend, girlfriend, the definition, uh, my definition of cheating stays the same, stays the same sexual intercourse where there is emotion and feelings involved. So if a man is having sex with a woman outside of his relationship and he starts to develop like emotional, real romantic feelings, that definitely, that definitely crosses into cheating. But if it's a one-off or a one-night stand, he was traveling, he saw a girl, he banged her. To me, that's not cheating. That's exercising. Options. Okay. So I think we need to have very clear definitions because then this whole thing get very confusing. So okay. for example, if I steal from you and let's say I have a really good reason, you killed my dog, you banged my mom, you were a piece <laughs> of shit to me, I stole from you. That is still theft. Sure. We, we have to be clear on definitions. Mm -hmm. So with cheating, if like in your situation, actually our situations are quite similar, sounds like you have a one-way monogamous relationship. Is that correct? Uh, no, my girlfriend can. Oh, you mean a one-way monogamous relationship? Yeah, yeah. Where you can fuck other girls, but she can't fuck other guys. I mean, she can do whatever she wants, but if she does, she then forfeits my commitment. Okay, so that's basically, so that would be against the kind of agreement spoken or unspoken you guys have. Is that right, um, right, yeah. Again, the the unspoken agreement between myself and my girlfriend is that she is she is sexually loyal to me. If she's not or doesn't want to be, no problem. I'm not going to tell her what she can or can't do. She just needs. She understands very clearly that if she does breach 
said sexual loyalty, then she automatically forfeits my commitment. We go our separate ways. I mean, as a complete side note, I do think just my uh, two cents is that when you're in a relationship, I'm also in a relationship, mm -hmm. it's pretty good to have clear rules. When things are vague, that's when confusion happens. But that's a yeah, I agree. Note. I would definitely agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So I was interviewing, I don't know if you saw my interview with Tristan Tate. So we were talking oh, about- Wow, how about that? During the interview. And he was saying, well, I don't know, you know, I guess I sort of cheat. But then again, I don't promise the girls I'm exclusive to them. I'm like, right. that's not cheating. So in my relationship, it's a one-way monogamous relationship. I'm yes. okay to have sex with other girls. She's not okay to have sex with other guys. Okay. If I fuck another girl, that's not cheating because that doesn't violate the contract deal that we had. That mm -hmm. deal doesn't have to be written out. It's the kind of the sure. arrangement that we have. Okay. So it sounds like it's the same thing in your situation. If yeah, you have it is. In your relationship, if you have sex with another girl, it's not cheating. But if she has sex with another guy, it's cheating because of the agreement you had. Now, let's say you're told being a dude, you could have the opposite of that where it's okay for the girl to have sex with a bunch of dudes, but it's right. not okay for you. There's some beta dudes who have that. That would be cheating. Then it gets reversed. It would be cheating on the girl's, uh, uh, on the guy's part, wouldn't be cheating on the girl's part. So what is, like, cheating implies lying or deception. So if you're upfront from the start, which typically most alpha guys are, mm -hmm. then it's not cheating. So do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If, um, yeah, if you tell your, if you tell your girl or a woman that you are romantically exclusive with upfront, hey, You'll get exclusive. You're going to get exclusive access to my, uh, uh, to my, uh, to my resources, my time, my attention, et cetera, et cetera. But from time to time, I may step out. I'll make sure you don't find out about it. I care about you enough not to put it in your face. I'm not going to bring any STDs home. I'm not going to knock it. I'm not going to knock a bitch up. I'm not going to fuck her on my bed. Now, here's the thing, Alex. Now, a lot of women, and this is funny because a lot of women, and that's what I meant when I said unspoken. I don't want to. I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but depending upon the value of a man, like if a man has options, that's kind of the agreement. They don't really talk about it, but a girl in her mind says, okay, I know other girls want him, but he comes home to me at night. If as long as I don't find out about it, then what I don't know can't hurt me. This isn't to say that if a man steps out on a woman, even though there is an unspoken agreement that he can, that doesn't mean that doesn't hurt. But as a man, if you care about a woman enough, you're not going to you're not going to inform her of your extracurricular activities. That's just the way I see it. Sure. I mean, there's a heavy amount of speculation. I think generally speaking, you're probably correct. Uh, but there are situations, for example, where a high value guy promised to be exclusive to a girl mm -hmm. yep. and then he bangs another girl in that situation is cheating. Now, yep. let's take Dan Bozerian or Tristan Tate. When they <laughs> fuck another girl, it's not cheating because that girl was never promised exclusivity. So sure. it's not just based on whether you're man or woman. It's based on the kind of you know understanding you have with your partner. So I think that that in of itself kind of disproves your point. When you say that men have sex, women cheat. Yes. Okay. If, if, they're that, if, if the guy didn't promise the girl exclusivity – then that's technically true. But if the girl didn't promise the guy exclusivity, let's say they're in a complete two-way open relationship, then right. that's not true. If, uh, for example, the uh, you know the girl uh, bangs another guy and there's no emotional attachment, so then is it true? So there's a lot of holes in your logic. So basically, you're making a very sweeping generalization, which I understand you mentioned in other interviews you do kind of for dramatic effect. But logically speaking, that statement, even if the guy has the best possible reasons for cheating – Let's say he fucking, you know, was in a wheelchair for 40 years, sure. couldn't use his dick. Year 41 wakes up, his dick works. He's like, oh, shit, I'm a high-value guy. <laughs> if he has an a, uh, exclusive relationship with a girl, that is still cheating.
Do you see my point? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll counter it this. Like I said before, when men, when we step out, we step out for sex and sex alone the overwhelming majority of the time. Now, I don't have the percentages because I don't really need them. If I, as a man, see an attractive woman and that attractive woman gives me sexual attention, if I sleep with that woman, better than nine times out of ten, it's simply because I'm only sexually aroused by her and little else. Yeah, she may have a trait or two. That makes her pleasant to be around. But by and large, if I smash a woman outside of my relationship, it is for sex and sex alone. And because we as men, we are much better at compartmentalizing sex from feelings, sex has little to no effect on our emotion for the woman we're having sex with or our wives and girlfriends. However, when a woman steps out, it is for many reasons in addition to sex, whether it's defined or not. And sometimes, I'll, I'll even be honest with you, sometimes it's not even the sex that causes her to cheat. I've had women tell me in the past that their boyfriend or husband was better than me in the sack. But the reason they're with me is because of a myriad of other things that have nothing to do with sex. I mean, you know the typical reasons. Reasons like he's a pushover, he doesn't act like a man, he doesn't have any drive, or he doesn't have as much as he, as, as he once was. And of course, worst of all, the guy is boring. Now... This is not to say that women don't step out to get piped down better, because trust me, a lot of them do. But the vast majority of women who do cheat, they do it for reasons other than sex. And if the guy that she is cheating with is better in bed than her man, then that's an added bonus. If he's much better between the sheets, then she is far more likely to end her relationship to be with the guy she's cheating with. These are the men that wives actually leave their husbands for. Men who fill whatever void or voids their boyfriends or husbands leave, and they fuck them better than their boyfriends or husbands. But the main difference here is that because women don't compartmentalize sex from feelings at the same rate that men do, they get far more attached because sex is much more emotional for women. Again, for, for men, sex is sex and relationships are relationships. We, we can compartmentalize the two so long as we well, have... Some men some can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So long as we have the requisite experience to differentiate to differentiate feelings of lust from actual feelings of love, right? I mean, you get your first piece of because I fell in love with the first two girls I ever had sex with. That's just how it is. But after you get enough experience, sex to us is like taking a piss. It's like shaking a hand. It's an act. For women, sex right. Well, right. For women, sex and relationships, they go hand in hand. So when a woman starts an affair, she's already emotionally attached on some level. Then when sex is actually introduced into the relationship, she's she is already mentally, physically and for better or worse, no pun intended, checked out of her current relationship. There is a much higher likelihood of a woman developing feelings of romance, connection or affection and love when they cheat, because it takes those things to breach her sexual barrier in the first place. We can see a girl and know that we want to bang her. And if we get an opportunity, we will. Now, women also know that they want to bang the first time they meet a guy, but it takes a lot longer for them to actually facilitate an environment that makes a potential sexual encounter highly likely. And in facilitating this environment, they're investing emotion, time, resources, and so forth. In other words, Alex, they're more, they're way more invested in their relationships than men are because all we have to do is want to bang. That doesn't okay. take much effort at all. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. When a man steps out, and I'll end it with this here. I'll 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 put put a bow on it with this. When a man steps out, all he's doing is smashing, nothing more. When a woman is smashing, there is some emotional connection there. And when you also take the fact that women plan infidelity for months before they actually do it, now you've got her investing her emotion and her time into the affair, which further drives the nail in the coffin of her current relationship as soon as their sexual activity. So the bottom line here 
is that when I say women cheat and men have sex, I'm just giving you the Reader's Digest version of relationships almost always end when a woman cheats, but relationships almost always stay intact when a man cheats. Female infidelity almost always ends relationships, while male infidelity almost never does. So on its face, I suppose the very definition women have women, you know, men, uh, I'm sorry, women cheat, men have sex. By definition, I mean, by definition, I guess you could say that's incorrect. But when you're looking at it, when you're looking at it from a veil in terms of what happens most of the time, Sex is just sex for us. That's why it doesn't end a relationship. Sex is far more to women than it is to us. That's why that's why it and relationships end when they tend to step out. There's so much I want to unpack in what you said. So let's uh, go through this one by one. The first thing is I want to give you a statistic. So okay. this is according to the American Psychological Association. Of the men who cheated, 61% are still together with their wife. Of the women who cheated, 44% are still together. There is a 17% difference. So on average, if a woman cheats, it is more likely the relationship will end by 17%. But you right. said those, uh, if a man cheats, they almost always stay together. And if a woman cheats, it almost always ends. Mm -hmm. The difference is significantly smaller than you're making out to be. Like, again, I have a statistic. If it was just purely sex for men, then 40% of those relationships wouldn't lead to divorce. So that's the first thing I want to put a fact. Are we talking about, so are these statistics from marriages or just casual relationships? From, from marriages, married couples. Okay. All right. So I think that it's important to have statistics in debate. The second thing I want to ask you is this. So you kind of, you know, uh, said quite a few things, but is the conclusion that you're making, uh, it sounds like it's a lot less of a big deal when men cheat. When men, oh, let's not even That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, so exactly it's, it's a lot worse, like a moral judgment when a woman cheats. It's a lot worse. For the reasons you mentioned. Um, well, see, to me, see, this is where things get kind of skewed. I don't think, like, if a girl cheats on me, I'm, it's going to suck. Uh, you fucking hoe, I can't believe it, blah, 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 blah. Same thing if, if, if a man cheats. But, but sexual relationships between men and women... There, there, to me, there are no morals. It's very amoral. That doesn't mean it's immoral. That doesn't mean it's moral. It means it's amoral. And the reason I say this is because we're the dominant species on the earth. And the reason why we're the dominant species on the earth is because we have the ability to reason on 30 some odd different levels. Whereas most animals, most mammals out in the jungle, they have the ability to reason, but not nearly as, as, as deep as we do. The reason I mention that is because you have a pride of lions. You have two alphas or one alpha, and he propagates the herd. Lioness number one is not feeling some type of way that the alpha male banged lioness number four. And the reason for that is because that's just the way it is. Well, lionesses don't take the loads of five lions. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, it works. It, liter it literally works the other way. It's just amoral. It is without morals. They understand, okay, he's the alpha male. We're the females. He propagates the herd. That That's the way this goes. So in terms of a woman being a bad person, if she steps out, and I used to think this. I used to think, oh, my God, on, she steps out. Hold on. Uh, if she steps out, she's a slut. I don't, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in kind of a, uh, of a religious transitional transitionary period, which may or may not have anything to do with this, but I don't, I don't assign morals when it comes to this stuff. Okay. So uh, I want to be very clear. So I'm not saying that uh, what I, what I didn't ask you is, is that woman a bad person? I'm asking simply about the act. And it sounds like, oh, again, yeah. uh, you said, you know, uh, quite a big piece, but the underlying assumption there is that based on the logic that you mentioned, 
is that when a man cheats, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that fucked up. When a well, woman cheats, it's a big deal because well, let me, of the let me, most let me, let me, reasons let me, that you gave. Right. Let, let me let me rephrase that. When a man cheats, if she finds out, it's a big fucking deal. And the reason why it's only a big deal if she finds out is because there's more than likely no emotion involved. When a woman cheats, that is a that that is a huge deal because men and women view sex very very differently. That's I just want to make that distinction. Okay, so if a woman cheats and there's actually no emotion involved, it was just purely a one night stand casual sex, is it a big deal at that point? Well, of course, because if a woman has a one night stand with a man, then her relationship is effectively over. Listen, just because she stays in the relationship doesn't mean she wants to be in a relationship. You could have, and I'll, I'll put it to you like this. You can have a man who cheats on his woman all the time. He's he's always smashing girls, this and that and the other. But if his wife or girlfriend leaves him, he it, it devastates him. And people always ask, well, I don't know, you were fucking this girl and that. Why are you upset that she left? Because he actually loved her. Those other girls didn't mean anything. However, when a woman decides to give her body to another man outside of a relationship, she no longer loves the man she's in a relationship with. I don't care if it's a one night stand or a one off. A woman fucks another man. She no longer she no longer loves the man she's in a relationship. With. So thus, the logical conclusion is it's much bigger of a deal when a woman sleeps with an outside of her relationship than when a man. Sure. When a man does it, because you're saying it's, and I'm for argument's sake, I'm going to agree with sure. your premise that there's no emotions involved, blah, blah, blah. It's just sex. It's not that big of a deal, right? But when a woman has sex outside of her relationship, it is a big deal because emotions are involved because that's going to end the relationship. Not only that, uh, the consequences are far more dire when women step out. Yes, there are consequences when men step out, right? STDs might get the girl pregnant, and if she's married or has a long-term relationship, that's paternity, you know, paternity fraud and so forth. So I'm not suggesting that male infidelity is harmless. Female infidelity is much more harmful. Much worse. Yes, it is much worse. Female infidelity destroys relationships. It destroys families. It destroys the lives of the children involved, both born and unborn. Who's my dad? Who's not my dad? Most relationships, Alex, whether they're whether their marriages or not, are ended by women. 85% of divorces are filed by women. Dude, better than nine times out of ten, it's the girlfriend that ends the relationship with the boyfriend, either directly or indirectly. And as you know, women are masters at branch swingers. You and I both know that women don't end relationships until they've started another one first, which requires what, boys and girls? Infidelity. This doesn't make them bad people and it doesn't make it doesn't make men or women good and or bad for cheating or not cheating. That's just the way it is. So when a woman has sex with a man outside of her relationship, the consequences are far dire and everybody knows it. This is why nobody really bats an eye unless they feel like they have to. When a man steps out, they try to call him, oh, he's a dog, he's this, he's that. But guess what? Guys like that are heroes in society, no matter how much we want to try to knock them down. But if a woman's a home like Taylor Swift. Nobody has respect for Taylor Swift. She she sleeps around. Miley Cyrus is the same deal. It's the same reason why men who sleep around are studs and girls who sleep around are sluts. Okay, so a lot to unpack here. And I just want to avoid going down like red herring arguments. These are all interesting points that I think it's worthwhile to debate about. But I want to stay on this. Okay. So what you said is directly disproven by statistics. Again, of the men, like married couples, of the men who cheated, 61% are still together. Of the women, 44% are still together. 17% difference. So, so this says that when uh, when a man cheats, there's a 40% chance that marriage will end. That is not, it's almost always okay. That is, there's almost a one in two chance that that relationship, that marriage will end. 
So I think you're going off maybe your own personal observations. No, that's false. Um, no, no, no. You're no, no. You're right. We're looking at this. We're looking at marriage statistics. And if there's, if we know anything, you and I, if we know anything about 2022, and any a man with means, men are staying away from marriages and really relationships for that matter. Less and less men are getting married. So to suggest that, okay, so 40. Per, uh, I, I forgot what the stat was. Yes, more women stay with men if the men cheat than with the women if the women cheat in marriages. But that's just marriages. Most people aren't married, Alex. Most people float from relationship to relationship. And that gives you a much bigger data set. Um, and I'll tell you this. If the disparity is only, you might not think 17% is a very big disparity. If the disparity is 17%, when we're just talking about statistics that we actually know about in terms of marriage, what do you think the stats are out in the real world? We know that women cheat more than women. We know that women end almost all relationships. Here's something else we know. We know that 90% of the women are going after 10% of the men and because there are more that because there are more beautiful women than there are high value men then guess what women are going to be much more tolerant of male infidelity regardless of their marital status so you use the word we know a lot but what is that actually based on well this is empirical data i mean the internet doesn't lie i mean you can go on reddit youtube i talk about it you talk about it you talk to you talk to any group of women any group of men you ask any group of women in the United States, how many times have you been broken up with? I don't know, one, two, three. You ask any group of men, how many times have you been dumped? Shit, every time but one. And one, I don't even remember because she just kind of ghosted me. We know, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we all know that women end relationships better than nine times out of 10. And because of that, and because and because we know how women operate here in the West with the brand swing, I don't know if you, you might not want to acknowledge that, but it's true. Women don't start relationships. Women don't end relationships until they start another one first. That requires infidelity. Now, when a man steps out on a woman or when a man cheats on a woman, if he's an ain't shit type of dude, he doesn't make much money, lives with his parents, whatever the case may be. She's like, dude, fuck this nigga. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever. But if the guy has some worth, if he, if he's, if he's, if he's competent, if he makes good money, if he has good financial outlook, et cetera, et cetera, if he's high value, so to speak, then women are willing to put up with a little more. And I'll tell you this: women would much rather be with a philanderer than they would than than they would be with a man who is boring. That much I that much I do know. So again, you use the word "we know" a lot. So for example, if I was to say, "Well, we all know that I won this debate." Right. That's a very sneaky way of me getting assumption in there. But like I would like to see you quote some stats or something like that, because just saying, you know, we know it's well, the reason best, it's anecdotal. That makes sense. Um, but the reason why I don't quote stats is because stats can be made and twisted to say anything you want. I'm going by my personal experience and empirical data. Empirical data is based on the personal experiences of many people. Again, I don't have exact numbers, but you go you go on reddit you go on youtube you go on any website you can i mean i mean i assume you're paying attention because because you are on youtube but anyone who anyone who denies the fact that women end most relationships is either being willfully ignorant or they don't want to know women end most relationships those are the facts i don't need statistics to prove that Talk to people, live life, your friends, your family, people on the web, Reddit. That's just, I mean, be an Uber driver. This is this is just how these things are. So when I say we know, you know, uh, uh, there's one thing that we all know about the dating market here in 2022. This isn't based on stats or statistics. These are these are this is based on my personal experience as well as empirical data from thousands, if not millions, of men. 
Okay, so when you so you're using the word empirical data incorrectly. So if it's based on your experiences and stuff you heard from all that's the guys, anecdotes. It's, but, it's anecdotes and empirical. Course, so yeah. empirical is statistics, studies, stuff that you heard, stuff that you read online. That's not empirical data. So I want to be very clear on that. So you're not citing empirical data. You're citing empirical data says based on concerned with verifiable by observation or experience rather than theory or pure logic. That has nothing to do with statistics. Empirical data almost always implies that's going to be something that is scientific. Again, like I could say, well, you know, based on my experience of what I've seen with my coaching clients, I've noticed that, you know, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. That doesn't that's not empirical. That's still anecdotal. I don't want to like split hairs on this. No, thing. but we are. But I want to make sure that we're I, I want to make sure that we're we're operating on the same plane here, because if I'm if I'm misunderstanding something, I want to I want to make sure I'm doing this right. The definition that I have in front of me, definition of empirical originating or originating in or based on observation or experience relying on experience or observation alone often with due to, often without due regard for system and theory um uh an empirical basis for the theory uh, uh capable of being verified or disproven by observation or experiment empirical laws i've never heard of empirical data including percentages or stats i could be wrong but that's just the way that i've always understood it to be yeah and again i don't want to split hairs on this i mean like okay. again, definition two is information sure. based sure. on uh obtained through observation or, or and documentation of certain behavior and patterns or through an experiment right so it implies that like it's scientific not that it's just like uh, okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's fine. Well, again, I, don't, okay. I don't need yeah. to die in that hill. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So again, so I want to kind of, and I'm going to make this come full circle. Okay. Uh, so you're basically, what you're saying is that according to the dictionary definition and according to, well, the way that like, let's say 99% of the world doesn't know about the red pill, according to 99% of people, according to the dictionary, your argument is incorrect because cheating is breaking the contract. But according to the way you define it, based on you know red pill, I don't know ideology, it is correct. I don't know. I, I'm not. You're losing. I'm not good at this debate thing. I don't. You give yourself not enough credit. You're actually quite good. Well, I, it's just because I'm. 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 I, I talk about. I talk about things that I've observed and things that I've learned and things that I've learned over the years. I'm not really good at, at this whole, well, by definition, by this and that and the third, here's what I do know. Uh, here's what I know. When men cheat, it does, it hurts women, but not as much as when women cheat the silver bullet for the silver bullet for any woman to hurt a man is to absolutely cheat on him. That is the one thing that will, that will that will punch us right in the gut but i also want to make i also want to i also want to make another point and again this has nothing to do with statistics this is all i don't know empirical data or whatever this is just based on my observations uh, what i've learned people i've talked to things that i've observed the reason why women are more likely to stay with men of value that cheat is because there's the law of supply and demand okay beautiful women are common men like myself are not and i'm not here to call myself special but Alex, I'm 6'2", I'm in, I don't know, half decent shape, and I'm well in the top 1% of earners. Now, being over six feet and making the money I make, this makes me the rarer commodity. That doesn't make me better necessarily, but it is the law of supply and demand. Now, let's reverse the genders here, and this is where I'll bring this full circle. Let's just say, for example, that 90% of the women that exist are just grossly unattractive, as in no man would smash them regardless of how thirsty they are. 
Nine out of 10 women are just flat out unfuckable. Then let's say, I don't know, uh, 75% of men had my stats. Six two, high six figures, half decent physique, not obese. Well, guess what? Now the Donovans of the world would actually have to qualify to the to the 10% of women who are actually attractive enough to sleep with. Why? Because there are more of me than there are of them. They would have the leverage because they are the rare commodity. Now, does this mean that, I don't know, and I'm just basing this, just I'm just pulling numbers of this guy here. Does this mean that the 10% of women who are bangable are better than the 75% of men who are 6'2 and make six, six figures? Maybe, maybe not. That's not for me to say. What this does mean is that they are the rarer commodity. And the rarer something is, the more valuable it becomes. And the more valuable something is, the more people are willing to pay for and or endure in terms of keeping it. This is why when I say, because I'll agree with you, when a man steps out, when a man when when a man steps out on a woman, that's cheating. When a woman steps out on a man, that's cheating. But the reason why I say men, uh, women cheat, men have sex, that's just shorthand for, you know what? We as men, we have the leverage. We can, women are going to be much more forgiving of us when we step out on them. If they find out, then we will be of them. Okay. So that is a separate discussion and we can jump right into it. But what like is it is it less of a big deal when a man cheats that that's that's you, you that's basically what you're arguing against and you may actually have some points i'll grant you a few of them are the ones i disagree with but that's a different discussion of is it cheating like it's clearly cheating right but you're saying that's less of a big deal when a man does it for the following reasons right so just to make a very clear simple okay. analogy okay there's let's say take two people one okay. of them uh, you know, robs a bank uh, because he, whatever, because he's greedy. The other one, he robs a bank because he needs to feed his family because he, uh, you know. Yeah, they're both like, crimes. They're both crimes. They're yeah, both theft. So it's, it's the same thing. It's cheating either way. It's just some reasons might be better than others. Sometimes there are legitimate reasons to cheat. There are. No, listen, I will, it's listen, I'll, yeah, no, I'm with you. I will, I will, I will concede that my terminology is definitely wrong. When I say women cheat, men have sex. When a man has sex with a woman outside of his relationship, that's infidelity. There's no other. Okay. And this is whether, I mean, whether he's married or whatever the case may be. Um, so maybe there, maybe there's, maybe there needs to be a different way to say that. But when I say men cheat or women cheat, men have sex. Again, what I'm saying is that women tolerate cheating a lot better than they tolerate boredom. We as men, we don't tolerate cheating. We like we like we like to tolerate the boring. So, I guess what I mean well, to say is, yeah, when men cheat, it is it is definitely it is much less of a big deal because male infidelity, while it does have consequences, it does not rise to. It, I mean, dude, nations and and kingdoms have fallen because of female infidelity. That's just that's just because the because the 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 uh, uh, the wiles of a woman femininity that that to me that's the most powerful force on the earth that's why it's a much bigger deal when women cheat as far as i'm concerned okay okay i'm glad you can see that point point. and again just to kind of reference this one last time yeah. actually 40 percent of guys uh married men w are okay in a way with their wife cheating because they still stay with them so i will and i'll say this those 40 percent of men who still stay with their with their cheating wives guess what that doesn't mean they want to be in those relationships they're in those relationships because they don't have any other options uh, same with now same with the women who stay with their cheating husbands the difference is, 
is that the is that the wife she doesn't she has all the options she wants she just doesn't have the quality options she wants that's why she stays with the cheating husband the men who stay with the cheating wives those are men who don't think that they those are men who think well she's as good as it gets or either that or they feel like they have to accept it so while i do agree with okay 40% of men stay with their cheating husband stay with their cheating wives that doesn't necessarily mean that's good for him a woman staying with her cheating husband is in a much better situation than a man staying with his cheating wife. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you are definitely oversimplifying the argument. There's many reasons why both partners will uh, stay. Maybe they have a kid. They're worried about the kid. Maybe they just have low self-esteem and they self-sabotage and they think they deserve to be cheated on. You see a lot of women who are like they they like it when a guy almost like, you know, kind of steps out on them because that they have such low self-esteem. No, 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 no. It's, it's not just well, it's not just that. And you're you're familiar with the with the concept of pre-selection. A girl, the girl does not want her man to cheat. She doesn't want that, but she likes to know that he can. Just because a woman likes to know that a man can bang other chicks if he could doesn't mean she has low self-esteem. This just tells her in her mind, okay, I made the right choice. Other women still want to bang him. So it's not just the low self-esteem thing. Well, no, I never said it was just the low self-esteem. I'm saying that is one of the reasons. So I'm saying there's many reasons. Just to kind of, uh, and I'll move on to my next point, but why do women cheat, right? Let's, let's kind of break down the reasons. One of the reasons is what you mentioned. Yes, women cheat for emotional reasons because maybe their emotional needs are not being met in their current relationship. Maybe because they, uh, you know, they have a better connection with the second guy. Also, women cheat. Some women cheat because they're high novelty seekers. It has nothing to do with emotions. They seek the novelty. Men tend to be more novelty oriented than women. But men can, uh, women can also be high novelty seekers. That's but those are those are the minority, though, well, right? Like. No, but you're right. But I mean, women are women can be high novelty seekers, but that's those are the exceptions to the rule. That's definitely not the norm. Okay, so there's there's other reasons why women might cheat. A woman might cheat simply because uh, she's horny and she has poor impulse control. So there's a variety of reasons. And if you can like actually quote a statistic that says, well, actually those are only five percent, but like now we're just getting based into our personal experience. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: <clears throat> I, the, no one's ever going to know why women cheat because women will if if no one's ever going to know what's in a woman's mind. But I do know this, Alex. No matter what the reason is for a woman cheating, one thing is for certain is most cheating women, and I would even go as far as to say 99% of women who cheat on their husbands or boyfriends no longer love their husbands or boyfriends. It doesn't matter why they cheat. They could be voyeuristic. They could be seeking novelty. If a woman allows another man to enter her body, she no longer loves the man that she's with. Women can't love more than one man at once. They can only love one man at a time. They could be fucking five guys. They only really want to be with one. So while we can sit here and debate the reasons why women cheat, and the reasons are vast, there's one common denominator, and that common denominator is that they no longer they no longer love the people that they're with. I can't imagine a woman having sex with another man, but still being in love or loving her husband or boyfriend. It almost never, ever works that way. Yeah. So I feel like you're oversimplifying love and making it seem like a binary thing. Like either, yes, you love someone. No, you don't love them. There's well, it is binary, Alex. You either love someone or you don't. I disagree. So you can, you can, she can sort of love the guy, right? But she also <laughs> sort of loves the other guy. And then she sees like, I've just seen these time and time again. Well, if she sort of loves both guys then she doesn't love either guy. That's just how it goes. Women are okay. Women so, how do you quantify love then? Like, how would you quantify that? Uh, I don't think there's a way to quantify love, but I think, I think, and I'll just, I'll just go back to what I said. Me, men, we show fidelity through provisioning. Women show fidelity through sexual okay, loyalty. Yeah, I, I do want to break that down. Right, right. Um, 
if a woman finds out, I'll put it to you like this. If a woman finds out you banged a chick in Vegas on a one night stand, yeah, she'll be pissed and she'll cry. And I've been caught cheating many times. And the first question these bitches ask me every time is, do you love her? My answer is always no, because I don't love these chicks. That's the first thing they want. And okay, is there an emotional attachment? Okay, do you love her? Then they try to ask a few other questions. When a man, the equivalent of male, I'll put it to you like this. When men and women cheat with sex, it could be the same thing. But 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 here's the thing. If a woman finds out that her man had a one-off in Vegas, okay, that would hurt. But then let's say she found out that he had a whole other family. Let's say she found out she had another, he had another girlfriend she didn't know about. She ha He had a kid with that girl. He bought him a house and, and he... That would absolutely gut her because now, now she's not only getting the dick, she's getting the resources. See, the difference between a main chick and a side chick is the main chick gets everything. The side chick only gets the dick. And so this is why women, I'm not saying that women are okay with it, but depending on the value of the man, they tend to be a little more tolerant of it because of the man's value. So in terms of love, as far as quantifying love... When a woman lets another man enter her body and she's in a relationship, she is emotionally checked out of that relationship every time. I mean, okay, I don't want to harp on this. That's there's a lot okay. of speculation, maybe, maybe not. But I want to get into this. You okay. said that uh, for you know the way the relationship works is the man uh, shares his <gasps> fidelity by provisioning his resources. So I mean this with all due respect, but I feel like that is a beta view of dating that relies on the assumption. That a man, in order to be in a relationship, get into a good relationship, has to share his resources. That is not how I've ever single once in my life done my relationships, nor is it how any alpha guy I know does their relationships. You can have a relationship where you don't provision her resources. And I think that provisioning your resources is actually a poor way to have a Well, then what does she get? Well, what do you get in return? If you're not giving her resources, she's not giving you sexual fidelity, is she? Yes, you can. Have oh, so let me get this straight, Alex. Let me get this straight. A woman is going to get now we're talking about low self-esteem here because believe it or not, Alex, as bad and terrible as a lot of people outside of this community say women are women do have to get they, they do need a return on their investment. So you mean to tell me that there are women out here who will be in who, who will be in sexually exclusive relationships with men who do not share their resources with them at all. But she is sexually exclusive to you. Yes, that is both mine and your relationships. Like in your videos, you said that when you and Devin start dating, that she was making more money, right? So well, your relationship yes. was based on literally that. Like you weren't provisioning your resources. I'm not Our relationship that. was based on the potential. The reason why, and she can say, oh, it's because I loved you. Devin saw the potential. I had seven real estate properties when I met her. So it's not like, listen, she made more money than me. That doesn't mean she had more money than me, right? And if I didn't have the potential that I had with all of with with the two businesses that I had owned and run in my savings account and my financial history and all that good stuff, she would not have she would not have considered she there's no way she's going to she's gonna give me sexual exclusivity if I don't share finances with her. Because guess what? She works for me now. This is what she gets out of it. I share my I share my resources with Devin all the time now because of course we live together. But I find it very hard to believe that a woman who is not getting exclusive access to another man's resources is going to give exclusive access to her body. That's the very definition of a relationship. Relationships yes. are conditional so, and they're transactional. So that is, in my opinion, again, no respect, no disrespect, men, a beta view of relationships. I can tell you my relationship okay. with my girlfriend, she makes a good amount of money. I probably make a little more than her. I don't give her any of my resources, but she okay. gives me sexual exclusivity. Every pretty much every relationship I ever had. So what does she get out of the deal? Does she just so she's just in a relationship with you because she loves you? 
Yes. So, 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 so this is, so this is, un see, my girl loves me too, but my girl's love for me is conditional and I'm okay with that. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Alex, it sounds to me like you're describing unconditional love because no. if your girl, okay, no. well then what it's kind not of unconditional love? Because if I do something really fucked up to her, like I steal from her or I bang one of her friends, <laughs> it, there are conditions. He's going to be pissed. Right. But the condition isn't involve money. The condition does not involve money. She does not want any of my resources. She's never asked for it. Mm -hmm. There's never been any kind of indication. So and what do you offer her? See, here, here's what I'm here's what I'm getting at, Alex. Women are never in a relationship with a man just for nothing. Even if she has, even if she makes enough, even if she makes money, the fact that she is with you, you make a little bit more than she does. If you made a little less than she does, your relationship would not be as strong as it is because you are lower on the totem. No, no, no. You're all, you would be lower on the totem pole because you're in another, you're in a higher income bracket. That's what she gets out of it. Because if she were to lose her job and I don't know, she can she count on you to, to, to help her out? I don't know. Maybe that's something that you do. But I find it extremely hard to believe that your woman gets literal. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. What is your, what does your girlfriend get out of, out of a, and I'm not trying to be insulting. I just want to know what she's getting out of a relationship. If you're not sharing her resources, are there other, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys experience a lot of things like, I mean, fill me in here. Okay. So I'm going to answer your question, but again, I want to reiterate this point. Okay. This is a beta view of relationships it implies that you by yourself are not good enough and you need to use your resources as a way to hook her. That is a, that is a beta that's view of relationships. No, no, no. Now, to answer your question. Let me just, well, no, no, well, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's, let's, let, let, let's back it up here. I'm not using my resources to, to attract women, but I'm not going to sit here and say that my resources and my ability to earn doesn't have anything to do with a woman's love for you. A woman's love is absolutely conditional. And one of the top conditions is your earning and provisioning potential. You have what I believe is an exception to the rule type deal. I mean, I don't know if you have a 12 inch dick or what, but girls normally girls, everybody, if let's just say my girl was not giving me exclusive access to her body and I'm not, then I'm not going to share my resources with her. That's not a relationship. That's just two people having sex. I'm not trying to insult your relationship here, but it doesn't sound like you have a relationship. You don't share your resources with her. I assume she doesn't share them with you. She gives you exclusive access to her, to her body, but I'm having trouble doing the math here in terms because, of what she gets from yeah, you. Right. So because your view of relationships, your the way you view relationship is that, as a man, I have to provision my resources in order to have a solid relationship. What does she get from me? Well, she gets positive emotions. She gets a connection. She gets good dick. Get that from, she she gets, get, okay. Well, she can get all those things from, she can get those, well, she can get those so things no. from other men and, and other women. So what does she so get no, from no, you no, that so, she can't get from somebody else? So that's, that's what I'm correct. talking about. That's, well, she can get money from any other man too. Okay. Okay. Any chick can get money from any other man. Okay. All right. So the kind of girls, the kind of relationship you're describing is basically a sugar baby, sugar daddy relationship. Oh my it's God. the girl, to, hang on, let me finish. The girl is in a way, and there's different levels of it, a gold digger where she is looking for you, maybe partially, maybe largely because of your resources. Those are not the kind of girls you would want to date in the first place. And hmm. hang on, hang on. And if you are using your resources as part of the bargain of the relationship, that is not a strong relationship because if you ever lose your resources, that relationship will end. A much right. more solid relationship is if you're not leveraging your resources, because if you lose your resources, you're not going to lose the girl. Here's the deal. Uh, let me start from the back, from the back. If, if someone were to snap their fingers and Donovan Sharp Inc. would disappear, 
Devin wouldn't leave me. But guess what, Alex? The clock starts. The clock starts. You see, the reason why Devin, the reason why Devin is with me, the reason she's committed to me, the reason she's given me exclusive access to her body is because of my income and resource potential. For you to suggest that we should only date women where money is not an issue, you're leaving out the basic fundamentals of a relationship. Every all relationships are transactional, Alex. Whether you want to admit that or not relationships are transactional when a man and a woman get together that's that unspoken agreement that i was telling you about right if she's not giving the exclusive access to her body i'm not sharing my resources that's a transaction now maybe you have a relationship where and listen if you have that kind of relationship i mean i I'm, i suppose that's good i've never really done it that way but to suggest that i'm leading with my wallet to try to bait girls in to date me what am i supposed to do alex dress like a bum and not be who i am so that the right girl will pick me no i'm gonna be who i am dude i'm gonna drive my audi i'm gonna live in my vegas penthouse because that's just the way I am. And if girls happen to see that, then great. It's literally the same thing as a woman putting on makeup or a woman saying, well, you don't want to date a guy who only wants girls who wear makeup, so you shouldn't wear. No, we want girls and people to see our best. It's not beta to acknowledge the fact that resources is high on the list of a woman's of a woman's requirements for a relationship. If you can't provision for a woman, then women are not going to want to be in a relationship with you. That's not a bad thing, Alex. And I think that, I don't think this is bad on you. I think this is just a fundamental difference between me and you. It would appear, and correct me if I'm wrong here, it would appear that you believe that girls love idealistically and that men love opportunistically. No, man, girls love opportunistically. In other words, girls, girl, a woman's love for you is absolutely conditional. My love for my girlfriend is conditional. Her love for me is conditional. If I were to lose my job, she wouldn't leave right away. But if I didn't show the requisite resolve to get back on the horse and get everything back, then she would be out of here. You want to know something? I'm glad she would because if uh -huh. unconditional love, hold on, if unconditional love were real, then we'd all be lumps and piles of shit. Okay, uh, I want to make sure we avoid making straw man arguments because I am clearly not saying that relationships and love should be unconditional. I'm, okay. simply, I'm simply saying that money should not be part of the condition. That is what I'm saying. You're saying that it shouldn't be. Hold on. You're saying it shouldn't be part of the condition, but Alex, yes. it is. No, not in my relationship, not in any of the successful relationships I've ever seen. It, it's, I find it funny. Oh, now who's using empirical data? So when I talk about my experiences, you have a statistic to back that up. But me and all my relationships, money isn't an issue. Alex, what you're, what you're describing, and listen, you roll with guys like Tristan Tate, Andrew Tate. Those guys, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass here. Those guys are the exception to the rules. He drives a fucking Bugatti, a Bugatti and a Lamborghini. Those guys are on a whole other level. But the reason why they are attracted to girls is because of the provisioning potential to. And you know what? It's funny. I don't want to I don't want to get us flagged here. But what it really comes down to when you really nail it down to our brax tax, women are gold diggers. Men are pedophiles. We want the youngest, hottest girls we can find. And women want the men who make the most money. Obviously, there are many, many levels to that. But to suggest that dating women where money is not there. To suggest that 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 you should not be dating women who place financial provisioning potential at or near the top of their list, that to me, that's that's short-sighted. You're teaching you're teaching men to look for these unicorns and they don't exist. What you're what you're describing are exceptions to the rule. Bro, I mean, like I'm a little flabbergasted that you're thinking that what I'm describing is some kind of exception or that's odd. That is the norm. 
Like, let me get this straight. So you're telling me just, just want to make sure this is straight. So you're telling me that the norm in relationships is where the woman has no concern about the man's provisioning or his money or his financials. That's what you're telling me. Let's let's not make straw man arguments. No, 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 I just sat here and I, I just sat here and talked to you for the last five or ten minutes. You just told me that I'm in a relationship where my girl doesn't care how much money I make. And yep. I'm telling you that that's the exception to the rule. So is that true or not? Is that exception to the rule? Uh, I don't have a direct statistic on it, but it's not uncommon to have a relationship where you're not using your resources as part of the bargain. I that am not. Is, now, see, now you're putting words into my mouth. I'm not saying that I'm using my resources as part of the bargain. I'm not going to hide myself to avoid gold diggers. I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I want to drive what I drive. There, there's if, a, hold there's on, a, let me finish, Alex. Let me finish. If a woman happens to <laughs> happens to notice me, fine. But I, but I, I just I, I think this is just a fundamental difference between you and me. I think that you believe that I just I just can't believe that you're saying and maybe this is short sightedness on my part. But you're telling me that the only women that that men should date are women who don't care about finances. And if you do care about if you do date a woman who cares about finances, you're in the beta frame and you're using your resources to attract women. Okay. That's what not a, a beta thing. This is just what, the way what, of the world. Just like what, a woman what, using what, her. This is, hold on. Just like a, a woman using her youth and beauty. It's beta to use her resources to attract women. Well, then, is it beta for women to use their youth and beauty? By the way, resources and youth and beauty are the two are, are the two commodities we want from each other the most. Okay. Let if me, neither one is getting them, I don't know what sense that makes. Okay. Let me get my point across. Let's just do this one at a time because if we're talking over this, become a mess. What I'm saying, uh, there's a huge league of difference between uh dressing nice and living in a nice house and stuff hang on hang on and making resources part of the bargain those two things are different of course women like a guy who is successful a guy who is ambitious a guy who is doing shit with his life a guy who has a purpose of course i'm not arguing against that i'm not advocating that as men we should just fucking walk around like hobos uh to completely minimize the chance of gold diggers what i am saying very clearly is that your resources should not be part of the bargain. That is not a stable relationship because if those resources go away, then that relationship will end. Furthermore, it is a lot more common than I think you think. I'm a little flabbergasted. You think this is like my exception, is some like my relationship is somehow crazy. It is normal in a good relationship to not use your resources as part of the equation. That is not a stable relationship. Now you're asking me, what does the woman get? And again, I think this relies on the assumption that you have that a woman needs to get resources from the guy in order to be satisfied in the relationship. That's not true for a lot of women. Some women, yes. Gold diggers, yes. Gold diggers do need to get resources. A lot of normal chicks, which are the chicks that guys want to date, they don't need to get your resources. They don't need to get your money. They just want to have a guy that you know treats them well, a guy that fucks them well, a guy that provides them with good experiences. That's it. That is a much more of a stable foundation for a relationship than what you're describing. It's not some weird exception to the rule. That's generally how relationships should be. And if you're advising him, if you're advising your clients to say, listen, guys, I don't have clients. I don't okay, do whatever. The, the, your, your, whatever your followers, right? We both have a follower. If you're advising your followers that, okay, guys, listen, your resources need to be a key part of the agreement, the unspoken agreement, the provisioning part, that is incorrect advice. 
Okay, well, then that's a fundamental difference between you and me. Uh, true or false? Most women in relationships with men, the man makes more. True or false? True. Okay, well, there you go. There it is. Women don't date down. They don't marry down. They date up. They fuck up. They marry up. Now, you're right. Now, here's the thing. You say, well, it, it shouldn't be a part of the equation. Alex, maybe you're right. Maybe a man's ability to provision for a woman shouldn't be part of the equation, but it is. And I don't deal in the what should be. I deal with what is. And for you to suggest that that all of the healthy relationships you're in are with women who put who place absolutely no bearing or no weight on a man's resources and potential, I to be honest with you, that's disingenuous. I think you're being willfully ignorant. No, I've only started making money. I've been pretty public about my finances. I only started making money about two, two and a half years ago. Most of my life, I was pretty close to broke. I've and been you still got laid, right? I, I not only did I get laid, I was in successful relationships. So, so why if they were successful, why aren't you in them now? Why were this is a whole this is a whole rabbit hole? There's a variety of reasons, and I can get into that. One, there was no, one. No, no, we'll, we'll get into it. You said relationships. You said success. You said that relationships where a woman places finances in I don't know the top two or three that's unstable. Most women are in relationships with men who make more than they do. I don't know what argument. I don't know what well, argument that, that's there. a logical fallacy because men on average make a lot more money than women. So that's like saying that's like saying, well, most, you ask most, the average most, no, hang on, hang right. On, on. You ask most, hold on. You ask the average woman, would you date or marry? You ask the average woman in her mind's eye, would you marry a man? Would you date a guy who makes less than you, Alex? Nine and a half times out of ten, it's going to be no. They're not going to date or marry a guy who makes less than them. Now, should it be that way? I don't know. That's not for me to decide, but that's how it is. And I don't deal with what should be. I deal with what is. I can't really. Again, I'm not. I'm not dealing with what possibilities crazy in some kind of meta universe i'm talking about things that are like actually happening i think that there's a few things i want to expand on okay. i think the assumption that well you know most men make more money than chicks so therefore that's that not person, what i said i said <laughs> that's not even what i said in most relation women most women will not be in a serious long-term relationship of varying degrees with a man who makes less than she does those are facts Okay, so you said before that you said that most men, uh, most relationship, the man makes more. Yes. Therefore, those are both true. Yes. Therefore, the woman is taking resources to account. That's like me saying most relationships, the woman weighs less than the man. Yes, because women on average weigh less, and men on average make more money. That's, That's no, 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 no. But but see now, but see now you're now you've moved the goalpost. Regardless of what the statistics say, most women, the vast majority of women will not date men who make less than they do. So does this mean that the vast majority of women are morally reprehensible because resources are at or near the top of their list? Because if, if, if that by your by your logic, you're saying, well, most women are just undateable because finances and why shouldn't finances be a part of a woman's requirement for a man? Women are the weaker, uh, less resourceful sex. Women need protection. We say, oh, my God, women are independent. No, women need men. It, it, it's inherent. So when a woman decides to. I agree with that. We're definitely better together. Um, so when a woman decides to give her body, give the best years of her life, give her body, her exclusive access to her body, that's not a small deal, Alex. That's a big fucking deal. Now, of course, we got a lot of hoes out here where it doesn't really mean that much, even though they try to make you think that it means that much. But women have to get something out of the deal. They have to get something out of the deal. Yes. It's their, it is their body for your resources. 
Now, I guess there are some relationships where that's not the case, but the vast majority of the time, this is the unspoken agreement between men or women. So maybe I need to do research because I had no idea that there was a whole pool of women out there that absolutely did not do not have finances because I've watched Kevin. Sa- I've, dude, I've known Kevin Samuels for five years. I've known Myron Gaines for four years. Every single woman they have on their podcast always say, I'm not going to date or marry a man who makes less than I do. And I don't think they're bad people for that. You want to know something? I'm not saying they're bad people. Well, okay. Well, okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, a woman who, who, a woman who will not date a man who makes less than her, you're saying they're not bad people, but you're saying they're undateable. You said that a woman, you said a woman, you shouldn't date women who, who have resources at or near the top of their list. That's like saying a man shouldn't really put a woman's looks at or near the top of his list. And you and I both know, Alex, that our, our attraction to a woman begins and ends with the way they look. Women have their looks. Men have their resources. This is what we are exchanging. Whether you want to accept it or not, that's how it is. Women need a return on their investment. They're not just getting into relationships just because. Okay, so this points out a fundamental difference that you and I have okay. in, the way, in the way what a relationship is and should be. The way, okay. you, the, way, the way you view a relationship is that the woman is giving the guy access to her body. He's giving her resources or the potential of resources. It relies on the assumption that the man by himself mm-hmm. just – what he brings without his money isn't good enough. It relies on that assumption that you, as I don't want to like make it personal, but like you, mm-hmm. who you are is not enough for Devin. There needs to be some kind of extra incentive, which is money. It relies on that assumption. You know what? Let me let me add this. I think you I think you could be on to something there. It's not just money, it's also confidence, it's your wherewithal, it's your forward-moving energy, as Tallulah Johnson likes to say. It's not, it's not just money. But I can tell you this, if I was a broke-ass nigga, Alex, I would not be with Devin. That does not mean that Devin is not dateable. And if Devin were a fat-ass bitch, I would not be with her. That doesn't mean that I'm undateable. So now uh, you're moving the goalpost in a way because you're talking about – Hang on. Just hang on. Hang on. Because you're talking about things like confidence, ambition. Those are very attractive qualities to a woman. You want to know why they're – hold on. You want to know why they're attractive to women, Alex? Because confidence and ambition leads to what class? Money, resources, women are confident in the traits, women are confident or women confident, women are attracted to traits that signal resources. Women are not going to get into a relationship with a man who cannot provide for her. It does not make any sense. It doesn't make fiscal sense. It doesn't make emotional sense. Okay. So the way you've, by the, by the way you view relationships, yes, it doesn't make any sense. By the way, I, and I think most people view relationships it does make sense because you're providing to her much more than just access to your resources. Resources she can get from any guy. Like we all know that there's a whole That's bunch true. of I'm using your your terminology now, but we all know that like sugar daddy and sugar babying is like an all-time high. Like any attractive chick has a hundred guys who are trying to fly her out or trying to pay her money for this and that, right? This is resources are not that hard to get for an attractive girl living in a first world country in a big city like Miami. Okay, I'll give you that. It's not that hard. Much harder it is. And again, now we're getting also a little bit into selection bias because you mentioned fresh and fit. And I actually quite often on my podcast, I don't know if you watch my stuff, but I ask the same, almost the same questions that they ask. But the answers I get on average are largely different. So when fresh and fit asks, oh, you know, what, are, what, is, what is the most important thing a guy can bring to the table? Quite often it is resources. There's a huge selection bias that's going on there. because only So what are the what are you, what are your answers you're getting? So the answers I'm getting quite often is, 
I want a guy who treats me well. I want a guy who <laughs> I want a guy who fucks me well. I want uh-huh. a guy who I can have a good time with. Mm-hmm. I want a guy who treats me well, fucks me well, and and who I can who I can have a good time with, right? And in order to have a good time, you can't be broke, Alex. Like this. That's... Go ahead. But, okay. I mean, unless you got a twelve. Listen, unless you're six four and you're piping her down, then yeah, no, you don't really have to have shit. But you have to bring value to some degree. Right. You and have the value, value can be things outside of your money. That's the thing. Say, I'm like, sorry. One know, more time. Say it one more time. But that value doesn't need to be your resources. Like you don't. That, that's that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Like the way you see the world is that value. It's is a value exchange. Largely tied. No, no. I agree. There's some element of a value exchange. But the value that the guy is bringing to the girl, assuming he doesn't have a 12-inch cock, is his resources to a large extent. What I'm saying is that value doesn't need to be your resources. And so then let's take it to the other side. Resources. Let's take it to the other side. A man's resources, like I just saw uh, Devin showed me a special where Marilyn Monroe said, hey, um, you don't you don't have to marry a pretty girl, but doesn't it help? A man's resources is is the main thing that women are looking for. This doesn't mean it's the only thing they're looking for. Yes, a woman does want a man who respects her, who treats her right. Who uh, you, you know? Who provides her? I, I mean, outside of money, who provides her with a good life? You know, excitement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if 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 his finances aren't in place, she's not going to give him a shot. Now, should it be like that? I don't know, but that's the way it is. But on the other side of that, that's like us saying, well, listen, even if a girl doesn't have the looks, I can like other things about her. No, 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 no. I'm never going to going to discover all that she is if I'm not sexually attracted to her first. The same way, and this and this really, I guess this is something we haven't discussed. This really largely depends upon where a woman is in her life. Because a woman's priorities at 22 are very yeah. different than her priorities at I'll grant you that, yeah. So a woman at 22, she's not necessarily looking at a guy for resources because she's only 22. So I guess we probably should have discussed that first. But when a woman, but when a woman is in acquisition mode, yeah, finances are a huge part of that. And I'll put it to you like this. Let's say a 22-year-old girl is she meets the guy, she she really wants to get married. When a woman is ready to settle down, whether it's get married, long-term relationship, kids, family, whatever resources are absolute resources have to be on that list because a woman inherently wants to have children and if you have children with a broke ass nigga then guess what you're going to be a single mom it doesn't make women shallow creatures to require some sort of financial provisioning just in case you guys actually happen to have kids or if he just wants to take off the market and make you work for him like like I do with my woman it's exactly the same way as a man requiring if I'm going to re if I'm going to live with this woman if I'm going to share my life with her she's got to be easy on the well not easy on the eyes but she's got to be sexually attractive yeah, of take away a woman's sexual attractive or you take away a man's resources and yeah he can have all this confidence and all of these other kind of things but at the end of the day Alex you got to be able to take care of a woman. You have to be able to take care of her. And if you can't, then I guess, okay. I guess at that point, you need to look for women who I guess are high earners. Okay. So the, I'm not saying that resources shouldn't be on the list at all. Sorry about yes. That. For the vast majority of women, resources are going to be somewhere on that list. The question is how high on the list it is. And it sounds like for you, okay. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you're saying that for most women, resources is number one. Is that correct? It, it, it. I want to say yes, but it depends upon, it really depends upon where she is in life. Uh, let's take two 22-year-olds, right, at the peak of their physical prime. Now, there might be one 22 that might just, one 22-year-old, she just might want to hoe around, 
Okay. At that point, uh, uh, resources doesn't matter. She's getting flown out by oil sheiks and, and Dubai and all that other kind of stuff. And so because, just like you said, in a first world country, pretty girls can get resources. Resources don't really mean that much. However, if another 22-year-old girl is looking to settle down for short-term relationships, short-term flings, I'll give it to you. Resources don't matter and they shouldn't matter because it's just about the sex. But when you're talking about a relationship where there are relations involved, if a girl is going to commit herself to you, presumably long term, you can't. Uh, 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 you don't have to be rich. I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you that way, but you can't be you can't be broke either. Finances or or your ability to provision is high on that list, and that's biological. Women are attracted to men who can provide. They're attracted to men who can provide for them. They're aroused by men who look like they can fucking pipe them down, put their cervix in their spine. So there's two different there's two different things there. But I'll put it to you this way. When a woman is ready to settle down, whatever age she is, yes, resources are at the top of that list. Because if a man can't take care of her or her potential kids, then why get in a relationship with him? Okay. I understand your argument. So I can totally see how if, if most of your, let's just say, data – about women comes from watching Fresh and Fit, how you could come to that conclusion. Because if you watch Fresh and Fit, vast majority of the time, the woman does put resources at the top of the list. However, if you watch my podcast, you will come to a different conclusion because almost never is, there's been a few exceptions, but almost never is at the top of the list. So there's a huge element of selection bias, right? With this kind of stuff. So yes, if you're following like Fresh and Fit, you're watching their stuff. Let me ask you something real quick before you, before you move on. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know where Fresh and Fit came from? Like, in what sense? They came from me. <laughs> I'm the guy that discovered Myron Gaines. I'm the guy that gave him the template on how to build Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Everything. I mean, right, I, exactly. I also takes credit for it, so I don't know. You guys got to kind of duke that yeah, out. It's, you know, I mean, I, I, I try not to be that way. I, I, I don't like to flex, but I want you I want you to understand that I'm not some Myron Gaines fanboy. Like, I'm a good friend of his. I'm actually one of his – I'm one of his two mentors. But I will say this. In terms of, in, in terms of I guess, the selection bias – so let's let's rephrase this. Okay, so maybe resources are not at the top of the list, but resources need to be on that list. Yes, Re resources have to be on that list. So no, I guess maybe I need to. Okay, so maybe I need. So maybe my argument needs to change. Resources has to be on that list if a woman is going to be serious about settling down with a man. Yes. Now, high, how high up on that list depends upon what her goals are. If she doesn't want kids, then maybe it's not so high. If she does want kids, it's probably going to move up. If she wants to live a good life, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a little higher up. And most women want to live a half decent life, so I will give you that. Okay. So if you're an alpha high value guy, you have more than one girl that you can pick from. So you don't have to just pick the first girl that throws herself at you, right? Mm -hmm. And you're picking different girls. Now, what I've always done, and what any other high value guy that I've known done, is aside from looks, obviously the girl has to be hot. You're looking for okay, how important are resources to her? And if it's at the very top of the list, you would forego that girl for a girl who values other things above that because she's okay. going to be a better partner and that relationship is going to be a lot more stable that's fair now that's fair you don't want a girl okay now that that makes sense you don't want a woman who who number one gotta have resources resources has to be up there but if you're but if but if you're if you're dating a woman and you know the number one reason she's dating you is because of resources that makes sense i know that my potential and and my resources that's not the number one reason my girlfriend loves me she loves me because i keep her in line and i do provide her a good life but she likes the way i make her feel and all those other kind of things so sure. i will give you that, that but he, like even just kind of again i don't want to make it personal but like kind of like in the video i saw was that it sounded according to Devin that you know when you guys got together that wasn't even really part you can say the potential of resources but 
you know, she was like, again, I don't want to make it personal, but she was making more money than you. So mm -hmm. she saw in you, and that's a good thing. I'm not saying this is a neg. I'm saying sure. this is a compliment. She saw in you more than just your money. She did, but she also knew that I had seven rental properties. I had three vehicles, one of which was a fully paid for Audi A5. I had this ridiculous Jeep Wrangler. Um, I had another business that I was running. So, and I'm not saying that she didn't appreciate the other things, but I'll tell you what, the fact that I had, she was making more money than I, than I was, but she didn't have, she has never had more money than me. So the fact that I had more and that I had resources, that was, that greased the skids. Listen, I could be the most charming, handsome guy in this and that and the third, but, and keep in mind, Devin was 39 when I met her. So at that point, she's looking for something. Uh, she's looking for something a little, she's probably looking, I would assume, for something a little bit more serious. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could, a woman could love you for all of these things. But if you don't, if you, if you cannot provide for yourself and her, that really takes you down a few pegs. I would just be curious. Uh, you don't have to do this like right now, but for okay. her to actually get her input. And like, if you straight up ask her, Devin, how important to you when we got together was my potential of resources? And I, I'm not going to say that, you know, I know her answer, but sure. I'll, I'm going to say I'd be interested to see that data. Yeah, uh, I would. I, I'd be interested, too. But I will say this. Um, <clears throat> if I could not take care of the both of us, she would not be with me, regardless of how much she liked me. It just doesn't. In the end, women, women are not going to. It, it's the natural order of things for men to take care of women. And it, that doesn't necessarily mean financially. This means you have to be able to uh, you have to be able to uh, physically protect her. Um, this also means you have to be able to protect her from herself. But in order yeah, that's, to that's where you and I differ. But okay, go ahead. Okay, but but a woman, but but if a woman does not know in her mind that you can provide for the both of you, then that her attraction for you is going to be severely compromised. Now, if she's young and she's not looking for anything serious, that's not going to work against you. But when a woman is looking to choose a guy that she is that she is willing to go the long haul with, resources is going to be either at it might not be at the top of the list because she does have to be sexually attracted to you first, but you got to be able to take care of her. Uh, right. I'll give you the last I'll give you the last word. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes a huge difference on where exactly on the list it is, right? It's from the vast majority of women unless they're super altruistic it's going to be somewhere on the list. But if it, she has a number one on the list, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that heavily suggests that she's a gold digger. She primarily wants you for the money. If it's four or five, that implies she likes you for who you are or the kind of experience you can give to her. And, you know, the fact that you make money is just a cool little addition. And that sure. will make a huge difference in how stable that relationship is. And again, like, I just don't want to keep repeating myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like the view that, you know, in a relationship, the woman gives the guy sex, the man gives the guy, you know, provisioning or resources, that's a beta view of relationships because, again, it implies that the guy by himself is not good enough. And I think that's a very troub troublesome view to have on relationships. I think it can be very detrimental to guys to have that. And I see this all the time. Like I live in Miami, right? I bang quite a few wives of rich guys, right? And sure. I see this time and time again. Like the guy makes way more money than me, right? Yeah. Especially a few years ago. But she just – doesn't really, he doesn't fuck her well. She just doesn't feel like she has a good time with him. And so she cheats on him with a guy who has less money. So again, this, this idea that you should use your resources as part of the bargain, I think is very incorrect. And I think it sounds like near the end, you're starting to agree with me to a sense. Like we're um, I'll put it to you this way. And I think you and I have, I think maybe we're putting this differently. I'm not saying that men should use their resources to reel girls in, but 
but there's a there's a fundamental understanding and this is not immoral it's not moral it is amoral yeah we're taking i'm not taking morals into it at all okay all right you have to be able to take care of a woman and a woman if if you cannot take care of a woman financially she's just not going to take you seriously um there are um now i i would like to if you want to do this again we're going to do this again tomorrow we can talk about we can debate the whole uh protecting a woman from herself because i think that's a really good one um let me read a couple of super chats uh because it is now past my bedtime here so uh let me uh quickly uh ace and spades five dollars says uh when you uh cheating is when you sneak lie hide or go back on your word or agreement if you're going to explore your options you should openly communicate that to her now that i agree with uh ace and spade says that don why is the agreement unspoken and not spoken i guess he's talking about the uh uh, resources uh for a woman's body i think he was talking actually about the cheating thing i think that's what he's referencing oh okay well i don't have an answer for that because i've already forgotten about that part of the conversation uh king life says men have uh, men have their low boy. Men have their love home and their lust outside the home. That's why it's called making love. And then there's fucking yeah, that's very King Life. Come on yeah. for a debate, man. I've already invited you. Don't All be right, a pussy. Uh, Ace and Spades, uh, five dollars. Don't do that, Alex. Uh, he says I don't think that's accurate. He says I ha- we have female adult film stars who are currently married with children. Wow, sex isn't always an emotional thing for women. Well, I would agree with that, especially if they're porn stars. Women can compartmentalize sex if they've had sex with a bunch of guys. At that point, they can separate they can separate their feelings from, you know, from the, you know, from the sex. Uh, Ace of Space says, not to mention what happens at bachelor parties. Sure. Um, there's a couple more. I don't want to hold you too long. Uh, oh, uh, this is for you. King Life says, is love conditional? Do you think love is conditional? Alex? Yes. Okay, good. That's what I thought. I, it's funny when I saw that, I thought he was talking to me, but I was like, wait a minute. Your name is Alex too. King Life says, dude, act like he doesn't pay for dinner. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Do you not buy your girl dinner if you're not sharing any resources with her? Or how does that work? Are we talking about when I go on a first date or talking about my current girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Like if you go on, like if, like if you and your girlfriend go out to dinner, do you, I mean, do you, I mean, do you buy her dinner? Do you treat her or do you just typically me and my girlfriend would just take turns paying like some, and we, we, you know, it's not, I'm not, we're not, I'm not like petty about it. Like sure, we're we're well past that. We're not keeping score, you know? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll pay for a bunch of times. She'll be like, Oh babe, you've been paying for the last three dinners. Let me get this one and stuff like that. So that's, it's, it's like, you know, it's not like we're, you know, being weird about it. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm not a scorekeeper either. Uh, Spencer $5 says, I think Alex is talking long, short, long term, short term foam cannon party. And Don is talking about long term potential plus capacity, current earnings, opinions. And we've already discussed that. Yeah. Uh, King Life again says, uh, Why you called Myron and Fresh retards and frauds? I've never called them retards. He's, he's talking, oh, about talking about me. you. How about me? Okay. Do you want me uh, to answer yeah. the question or is that a whole side tangent? No, 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 no. I'm not. Myron, Myron's a good friend of mine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to get into that. Okay. Fair enough. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, JB Strat, uh, uh, 85 with a $20 super chat. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Alex, look, man, uh, this was, this was great. Uh, this was great. It was respectful. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. I think we bounced ideas off of each other. Um, your final, your, I'll give you the last word for sure. Your final. Okay, cool. No, I mean, first off, I want to thank you for hosting this. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, of course. It was a good discussion. You know, it kind of got a little, uh, uh, intense at times, but that's a good thing. I think oh yeah. More, yeah. You have discussions. Like the, the one last point I want to make about the, um, the cheating thing is that I think that if you're an alpha guy who has abundance, you don't really need to cheat because you can just be upfront with a girl from the start. And it sounds like you sort of agree with me on that as well. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think that maybe 
there's a lot of poor terminology in how you phrase the thing initially, but it sounds like fundamentally, like we both agree that it's just better to be upfront with the girl from the start, of course, rather of course. than having to go down the cheating rabbit hole. So I just and you know what? It's interesting. It's interesting. The more options you have, the more options you can have. Because if you just tell, if you tell a girl you're seeing straight, hey, look, if you want to be my girl, just understand that it's going to be open on my end. Right. She can either deal with it or not. So yeah, that I yeah. agree with. And at that point, if you're stepping out on a girl, then no, it's definitely not. Cheating. Yeah, it's not cheating at that point. Yeah. That's just a much no, better way. No, to I agree. No, I now that I agree with man. I think that you shouldn't. You should never lie to a woman like that. Right. Because I've done that before, and it fucking blows. I've always had much. I've always had much better results. Yeah. Same. When I'm up front 100%. with the girl and I tell her, yeah. "Hey, look, it's going to be open on my end 100%. now. Right now, if I slip up or she sees a phone, she's like, "Okay, I just saw something. All right, well." It is what it is, but you know I'll try to keep it under wraps. Of course, if I care about the girl, so that I do. Uh, yeah. I so, do. so then I think that uh, largely it might be a uh, definition issue. I think because, that's what it is. It's a linguistic yeah. thing. I think. Yeah, it's a linguistic thing because you know cheating is like lying or deceit. If you're yeah, wrong, you're not being you know like in I my agree. situation, I'm not cheating when I fuck another. And girl. when a man lies or deceives, that is absolutely that's 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 uh, I guess what we call beta. If right. your if your value is high enough, you don't have to lie. You just right, exactly. You just don't. Yep, you can either yep, take it or yep. leave it. Agreed. Um, he is Alex P W. Oh, playing with fire. I, yeah. uh, um, I'll be on his channel tomorrow. Um, what are we gonna do? This the same uh, time? Yeah, we can do the same time. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know what we'll be discussing. We'll let Alex uh, figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna brainstorm it uh, tonight, but uh, I'll, I'll give you the list, by like before. Yeah, go. good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, listen, thanks for coming on, and uh, I guess I will see you tomorrow, my friend. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Right, take care. Take that care. is Alex from uh, that is Alex from um, playing with fire. Uh, shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. I thought it was a good discussion. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a good discussion. Um, I think. Uh, I and I think. I think he's right. I think. I think that. Uh, I think it's really. I think we are arguing semantics a lot of the time. There are some fundamental differences and in, in the way we view relationships. Um, so if, listen, if you, if you subscribe to the way Alex runs his relationship, Hey man, uh, go and subscribe to his channel. Um, if you subscribe to the way that I run my relationship, subscribe to mine, or you can subscribe to the both of us. Um, I think he made a lot of good points. Um, and I think, I think that, um, I think that, I think he's right. I think linguistically, I think there's probably just some linguistic, um, uh, there's just some linguistic, uh, you know, differences, uh, some fundamental differences, but uh, by and large, I thought it was a good discussion. Um, I like Alex. I think he's, uh, I think he's a solid guy. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go on his channel because I don't want to see some shit that I don't want to see or hear. But I thought this was a very good discussion, and uh, I think we can, I think we can probably do a lot more of these. Um, that is going to do it for this edition of debates with Donovan. I don't know. Uh, my thanks to Alex for coming on. And uh, I guess I will see you guys tomorrow at uh, 1230. Take care. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube for exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2200 exclusive posts. Go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp links in description.